Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD guy here. Uh, today's episode is titled Breaking the Spell of Isolation. I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or a therapist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas and experiences. So uh, on the January 3rd of 2020 podcast that I did, that podcast was titled Isolation Get Out. Well, aside from the time that I spent working with my personal trainer and bodybuilding earlier this year and just exercising more in general, I am finally taking that advice of getting out and getting out of isolation to heart. It's been a really big deal for me, but as it's been playing out, I surprisingly am doing just fine with it. As I mentioned in the last episode, I went out with some colleagues about two weeks ago. This is the first time I've gone out with a group in a long time. I prefer to be one-on-one with people. But we had a lot of fun, the group of us, and we actually are going out again. Later this month, we are signed up to go on a haunted tour in Alton, Illinois. Alton, Illinois is supposedly the most haunted small town in America. It's sort of just outside St. Louis. We're doing a midnight witching hour trolley ride to different sites. I've been to Alton in the past, and downtown on a Saturday night is actually kind of fun. They have quite a few events there, live concerts and lots of people. I've met the tour guides before and been on one of their tours a few years ago in that same city. They're really good at what they do. But this tour features different sites, if I'm not mistaken. And I will say, when you do a tour like that, the people who you're on the tour with, the other like strangers, they are really, really into ghost hunting. I have also done really well at keeping those bad influences out that I mentioned last time. I disabled YouTube from my phone, so that way notices won't pop up. And by the way, that's one of the best things I've ever done for myself, was disable YouTube from my phone. And occasionally I will look back at YouTube just once in a while, and look at some of the little reality TV chat groups that I used to be, you know, I would go into them and talk about things on a show that we watched kind of pathetic when you think about it but it was kind of fun at the time but whenever I look back at them now it's it's just like a little cult of people it's like we're all brainwashed or something and we can't stop talking about this junk that's on tv people are just way too involved with it um I would say to an unhealthy extent I can tell you my mind is in such a better place since cutting out the bad stuff and it bears repeating in this podcast I've also blocked my phone from having those stupid pop-ups that reference recent searches. Those used to drive me nuts, so I found a way to block it. If you listen back to the podcast I did on September 14th about the dangers, real mental dangers, of negative cell phone use, particularly in relation to people with PTSD, I can see now why cutting out the bad social media influences is so helpful for my mental health. And it's really true. I'm glad I found that article. And by the way, the article about cell phone use and PTSD and harmful mental effects, that's something that I put on the Complex PTS Guy Twitter page. In relation to that, I have done a really good job at cutting out shows, TV shows, that I would watch that weren't good for me, particularly anything to do with politics. Again, I recently watched a small segment, a tiny segment of a political comedy show that I used to watch a lot. And I did not know, in this moment, what they were referencing. 
because I haven't been watching that stuff lately. And I thought to myself, I'm so glad I don't know what they're talking about. Just keep me away from that. My mind isn't dissecting all that noise anymore or overanalyzing or trying to figure out the background to what they're talking about. It's just not healthy. Also in the last podcast, I talked about how I was rooting for the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team. They unfortunately lost the big wild card game last week. Watching sports is one of my new healthy activities to engage with. It actually creates really good conversations with my colleagues at my office job. As I've mentioned before, I work two jobs um, because most of the people at the office were rooting for the same team. And a few weeks before they lost this last game, I actually had a friend purchase some St. Louis Cardinal baseball cards for me from Amazon. Because whenever I order things on Amazon, they don't show up to where I live. So I have a friend help me with that. My friend ordered them and he brought them over the other day. There were a lot more cards than I thought they were going to be in. I really liked them. And since they broke a few records this year, very significant records, particularly winning 17 games in a row, I figured these cards would be collector's items someday. I decided to actually show up at a game next season. I haven't been to one in 15 years, but I found a section of seats on the Cardinals website, and it was section 147. And ironically, the price of the ticket is 147. So I was thinking, mm, this might be this might be a good good luck sign. I'm not right up front because those are about $360, but I'm only about 10 rows back, and I'm between the pitcher's mound and the dugout, so that's a pretty good deal. And there's no point in my mind in going if you're in nosebleed seats, so might as well spend a little extra money. One one reason I want to go is that this coming year, 2022, is the very last year that the pitcher and the catcher, Wainwright and Molina, will be playing together. They've both been on the team for a very long time, much longer than most teammates are ever on baseball teams, and they're both retiring next year after the season ends. They are also my age. One is 40 and one is 39. So it's the last time I'll be able to watch my generation be on this team that my family's always liked in such a unique way. And they're doing so well. Even though they're out right now, they're doing really well. Even though uh, they lost this special recent game, I think it will make them better. And I think they'll just win the whole thing next year. They even have the Yankees coming to their stadium in August. One thing that is also a very big deal for me, I have finally been getting more work done at my office job. And this is stuff I put off for a long time. A lot of it is just because of my anxiety. Um, But I think, I don't really even know why I put so much of it off. But recently I just started doing it, just doing, you know, what I'm supposed to do. And once I got this group of shelves finally organized, it was like a weight of guilt was off my shoulders. I had guilt over the fact that I hadn't organized the documents well enough, and I didn't know everything that was in the documents. But once I organized it, I realized how sloppy I had been, and probably stemming from old bouts of depression or just beating myself up for things, um, I think a lot of that had to do why I put it off. Um, One last point, and this might be something hopeful to think about for yourself, so when I was drinking heavily um, in the past, I used to say, you know, embarrassing things and 
my friends wouldn't want to be around me, which is very typical of that type of situation for a lot of people. One of those old friends I ended up seeing at a new Starbucks um, here in town. I saw him just last week. I wasn't sure if he'd even want to talk to me, but he did. Um, We ended up chatting as we were waiting for our drinks, and then we even gave each other a hug before we headed back to our jobs. So I just want to say, even if you think you've embarrassed yourself to the point of no return, you might just be wrong, and that's a really nice feeling. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.